welcome to the My Muy Bueno Women in Business podcast. I'm Justine Murphy, founder of My Muy Bueno, and a very big hello to everyone tuning in. Welcome back after the last two weeks, and what a two weeks it has been. It's been very busy. I had my 40th birthday. I ate at some of the most wonderful places. Those of you who watch my Instagram story will know all about that. Um, really getting a chance to uh, catch up with some great friends, some great chefs and go and support them and their restaurants because, of course, it was then announced um, on the Saturday, last Saturday, that we're going to be going into lockdown again. So it was an opportunity to quickly change a few of my plans in order to encompass catching up with some more people and supporting them at this time and eating really, really well. Um, So, yeah, that's been brilliant. And of course, there's just been so much going on, whether it's the fact we're now back on lockdown here in, in the UK or the fact there's the whole election stuff going on. It's just been busy. It's been a lot going on. And I always talk about this being our little check-in on one another and your, our marker, our two-week marker to kind of uh, use to say, you know, to ensure that we are on track and we are ticking things off. But it's also a moment of going, gosh, and look at all the things I haven't done that I said I was going to do. And I literally sat here and I was like, oh, I should have done those things by the by now when I'm sat here. But of course, I've been pretty sidetracked and busy. Um, it was half term as well. So I had the boys with me as well for one whole week. And um just lots of changes again because of the lockdown and team changes once more and just lots of moving two steps back and at this time in some areas and accelerating. I've also, uh, yeah, launched and expanded our lifestyle division into super yacht sales. And in the next week, I'm expanding our recruitment into another area as well. So there's a lot on the table right now, a lot going on, Um, lots going on with my my book. I've got a really big interview coming up, which is going to be next uh, in the next few weeks. But first, it's going to be a big spread about my cookbook in a major newspaper. Uh, so I'll share more about that on the next podcast once it's actually happened. I don't want to speak before it has. Uh, so that's all great and good. And then, yeah, just busy getting my ducks in a row, I guess, with Christmas and getting organized with presents and stocking fillers and just getting it all out of the way now, really. Um, and because we're on lockdown, just worrying about the unknown ahead and I'd rather kind of know that that's all done and taken care of before anything either sells out or prices hike up. So yeah, that's been my last fortnight really. Um, but yeah, I had the best birthday. I felt, felt very, very loved. I had so, so many amazing messages from around the world, from all my different communities of people and I felt really loved and so touched and just the most wonderful messages. I mean, wow really really heartfelt um messages so thank you to everyone and anyone who messaged in um or wrote uh, on any of my platforms thank you i really appreciated the effort made and your words uh where are we we are we're on episode six wow that's come by fast, hasn't it? Episode six, that's amazing. So we are moving now into our next guest. So every month I have a different guest on. And this month it's the amazing Chloe Morris, who has Pink Flamengo uh, is her company, which is all about marketing and really helping you. Um, she helps 
amazing individuals with their businesses um, in all different areas uh, just to help them to uh, get on track with what they do and to have a clear plan to understand uh, what their brand is all about what they want to bring to the table to support them along that journey and uh, and also it even extends into uh, her groups that she has as well huge beautiful community that she's created and um, has created a place and a space for others to be able to share on and she can then uh, share videos and support about that but I'll let her tell you more about all of that because we're going to cover it uh, on what has been a really fantastic um, uh, chat and especially leading us on to the topic of this month's uh, this fortnight's podcast which is uh, foppy uh, fear of promoting yourself and foppy is Chloe's creation that's her kind of trademarked word for what she's created and it's brilliant and it really is kind of summarized in this episode and shines light on all those little areas of why we have such a fear of promoting ourselves and I think it's relative to everyone and I think this episode is going to really resonate with you and um you'll learn a lot whether you are new into business or you've been running your business for a while we cover a lot of ground and it's really good and um yeah i'll i'll leave you to listen in now and enjoy so welcome today to our next brilliant amazing guest chloe morris welcome chloe Hello, and thank you for inviting me on your podcast, Justine. You're very welcome. Very glad to have you here. And uh, yeah, because the last time we saw each other was many months ago. I think, when was it? Was it, it February? Was February, about mid February. So, it was the day about... that your book, your cookbook went to print. Ah, there we go. So, we got I that saw time. The final draft. You did. That's right. I remember now. And we had breakfast together at my deli in Mallorca. And I'm so glad we had that because a month later, our entire world's shifted and um, wow, yeah, it's been a crazy, crazy year, obviously. Um, but here we are to keep on inspiring all the women who are listening and tuning in. And having you on was so important to me because obviously, again, you've, like Anne before, you've attended my Women in Business um, uh, breakfasts yeah. over in Mallorca. And, uh, you know, you've inspired me massively, you know, in terms of marketing and what you do and your passion and your drive and your vision for your business. And to get you on and to share that, because I know it's an area that a lot of women really struggle with. Um, so I'm really excited to have you on. I really am. And uh, so your company, your business is called Pink Flamingo Marketing. Flamingo Marketing. So yeah. you know the first question. And and just for those, obviously, we, we <laughs> record this over Zoom so I can see my amazing guest, who, of course, is in pink, which is very appropriate for Pink Flamingo. <laughs> Tell me, where did fl- where did that come from? Where's the flamingo from? OK, so I've always... I've always loved flamingos um, and I think at university I started picking up and actually I'm, I'm not even sure how many people know this but I do actually have a tattoo of a pink flamingo on my leg. It's an exclusive <laughs> for you everyone, ah, right? <laughs> for the brand there, yeah. So, well branded, you have literally taken the branding to the next level there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I chose pink flamingo uh, actually as a brand uh, before they got very, very popular. So I started um, Pink Flamingo Marketing back in 2015. 
and that was after uh, university and working in a couple of corporates uh, and then I decided to go out freelancing so actually working um, under my own name I think I had a bit of imposter syndrome so I actually wanted to pick a brand name okay and I toyed with it for ages and um I kept on asking different friends and contacts and things okay what and they said we always know you as pink flamingo you've always got pink flamingo dress <laughs> on and I, you know you love what they stand for you know they're vibrant they're fun they're playful yeah, uh, I love that. you know they're fairly unique so that's really where it came from that's so brilliant. I I actually and the topic we're talking about today foppy which is a, a a term which I coined in trademarking, which is stands for fear of promoting yourself. Okay. That actually my brand name came out of that because I didn't, I, I had imposter syndrome, I had foppy and I didn't actually want to put my name out there. I wanted to hide behind a brand and look like I was actually an agency. So that's where it came from. That's really interesting. So, uh, started, I started... Think... 2015 okay so just five and a, five and a half we're just coming up to five and a half years now I've been running so. amazing and what I love about that and what I take from that and I hope everyone else does especially people who are new into business you know it really is you know you've got to follow your heart and your calling and something like that just right down to the name and the brand and you know when you feel something like a magnet you know you can't ignore it because it is that's you that's what I always talk about marching to the beat of your own drama <clears throat> And really, um, it's about finding your authenticity and the things you love and, and why and what connects you to that. And I think that's a really great and very symbolic um, uh, example, really, of, of, you know, finding your name. There's, I'm sure there's so many people out there kind of going, I don't know what to call my business. I don't even know where to start. And then just bringing it back to basics of, well, what do you love and what summarizes you or what's, you know, I love that. And asking your friends as well, ask the people who know you what they associate with you. I think that's fantastic. So yes, you are officially and always (laughs) going to be associated with pink flamingos. I think I've tagged you a few times in my story. Is anything to do with pink flamingos? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) the amount of times that like people send me pictures of something or even if they see the like pink, like I have a, a, a client said to me last week, she said, every time I see the color pink, I think of you and I think like that I I'm inspired to, to, you know, um, be unique with my branding and, yeah. and, and to really kind of kick ass with my marketing as Definitely. well. And I'm like, great. That's exactly why I created the brand. Yeah, so. I love it. I love it. And in terms of merchandise, you've got your pick out there in the world of everything cool with pink flamingos. Yeah. So you're set, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And particularly as well, like when I've been in Mallorca, you know, there's lots of things with flamingos on. And, you know, of course I'm attracted to uh, all of these nice <laughs> bits and pieces and I won't many, ask many you to toss up all the pink flamingo items you have in your house I'm guessing there's I quite a count. few <laughs> like many years ago <laughs> I'm sure I love it I love it okay so tell me Chloe let where, where did like where did you just to kind of um set the scene and get a bit of background so where did it all start what's kind of what was your background what's your journey that led you into starting your own business sure So when I was in sixth form, uh, I started working with the local independent theatre and started working with promotions, uh, promoting all of the events. um, And that's where I kind of started to fall in love with marketing. Uh, Then one of my first, so I was studying business and one of my first projects that I worked on was actually the, the campaign launch of the Fiat 500. 
which I thought, wow, but what an incredible way that they've launched this product. And that's where I got really into marketing. So I went off to university. So I actually grew up in in very rural mid Wales. Right. So not really a lot goes on there. And of mm. course, you know, this is before uh, we had the internet kind of at the touch of our fingers. So it really, uh, it was very kind of cut off there, mm. like very, 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 remote, rural. very so, isolated. Yeah. Yeah. So I went off to Cardiff and went to university and studied business and marketing. And uh, and that's where I sort of really started getting um getting the idea of kind of how um you know how I wanted to live my life and how I could wanted to start my own business and things uh so when I graduated from uni I went back to mid Wales and I worked in a couple of different businesses but you don't really have the well there wasn't remote working like there is now and you don't really have the opportunities so much so um I started freelancing and working with many different companies like smaller companies helping them with their marketing and I started to hear a lot of them saying I don't understand marketing I don't like marketing I don't feel confident putting myself out there which is where I started to realize that actually there needed to be a bit of support actually particularly with people who are promoting themselves and a lot of people had what I call it called foppy fear of promoting you saw this pattern yeah and it was only when I started then kind of like searching for more work and going to networking events and things that I actually realized that I had massive foppy as well because I don't feel that society actually teaches us to um to proudly tell everyone what we do and how we do it really really well because that's not really how we're brought up in our Western society, so well, true. in any society. Yeah, yeah, and actually, when it comes to running a business, you need to tell people what you do of course. and how you're good at that. Yeah. And if we can't do that, then how is anyone ever going to know? Well, exactly. And then buy from you or how's your business going to operate it, at all, really, on any sort of scale? Yeah. Okay, so that's interesting. So you saw this pattern emerging. Also, another little point that I just pulled from there was what was really what I love as well. And I think, again, for a lot of women who um, feel stuck, you know, you know, if you are, you do live somewhere, you know, rural or, you know, in a small town or a small place and you're so restricted and that's kind of your world and that's your glass ceiling. And it's like, no, you know, that's the beauty of being your own boss and having your own business. Because if you can't do it and no one else around you can offer you what you want to do and how you want to grow, that's the brilliant opportunity to go out there and go and do it yourself and to be your your own, have your own business and and provide the the service that no one, of course, and to go out there now we live in this amazing world of you know you could be speaking to someone on the other side of the pond or you can you know you can have people new clients just to access you through social media I mean really the world is your oyster now so to have kind of experienced it from that level to where we are now is actually probably your growth has been in a really nice place really to be able to take you from there to here over the last few years exactly yeah and and like still lots of us kind of think of of, uh, marketing as being this kind of like really scary icky kind of uh, thing but actually I don't think it is it's about kind of sharing your gifts with the world so it's about kind of learning what your product what your service is and get real clarity in that and having confidence in how it's going to satisfy someone's needs yeah and um, 
like I come from the school of thought of Seth Godin, who's yeah. a fantastic marketer, and re I recommend all of his books. They're fantastic to listen to okay. or, you know, or read. Okay. And basically he says that marketing is the generous act of helping someone solve a problem, their problem. So I, okay, turning I like it on that. its head. So yes. I always think of that. You know, if you're if you're not going to be able to promote yourself, yeah, then um, or you know, or promote your business, then actually someone out there who wants your product or service is going to have to go without. Yeah. So very. <laughs> that's so true. Yeah. And half the time they might not even know they need it or need your business if they haven't exactly. discovered you. And, and again, yeah, 100%. So true. So true. I love that. Say his name. It's Seth. Seth Godin. Seth Godin, everyone. So Godin's go spelled G-O-D-I-N. He's right. very well known. He's, he's a New Yorker and I think he has about 17 published books or something. Wow. Okay. He wrote a book so called he's... The Purple Cow, which is all about being unique. Okay, fantastic. that's a good fantastic read book, for anyone so. to, to order and yeah. to get some extra info. Okay, great. So yeah, then, so. so Pink Flamengo Marketing, so you launched in 2015 and you started where you did back, you were in Wales at the time. And then how did you start to expand and then start to really kind of focus and, you know, we'll talk about exactly what our topic being about this amazing phopy fear of promoting yourself so did that start to kind of really become your thing what's the prime thing that separated you from anyone else who doing marketing you know i'm guess you can obviously do all the other bits too but this was the one thing that separates you from anyone else yeah so of course i work with lots of different marketing projects and i work mainly as a marketing mentor so i'll help people to learn more about marketing learn their own style of promotion, okay. building their confidence, building all the systems that they need. Okay. But I also run online courses as well. And wow. one like building my community. So I have a Facebook group called the Marketing Flamboyance, where I just basically load it up full of loads of free content just to inspire everyone. Um, and within there, I started asking people like, what did they want to learn about? So like, when I was first looking into online courses and, and it was always foppy and that's same with all of my clients as well a lot of them whether they were aware of it or not they had foppy to some degree because right. they wanted to get to the next level and I think like this is definitely a sound bite that, that it's going to be so it's like self-doubt can always will always be our greatest enemy so like when we're building a business we have to it's it's probably the most um it's, it's like the biggest opportunity for personal growth because we have to really build ourselves up and kind of like really be confident in what we offer, what our message is, who yeah. we help, all be of these different things that, that come as part of marketing. To be clear it's, on that. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So within um within that, I then kind of developed kind of Foppy and all of the different things that I can chuck out with Foppy, so all of the different exercises and stuff that I can get people doing. Um, and yeah, it's it's just so so important to address that fear of promoting yourself, so that you can actually um, get your word out there as much as you can, build connections with your, um, you know, with your with your audience, with your customers. Mm -hmm. Um, with your clients with past clients as well and just really um 
like really, really important to address that. So Pink Flamingo kind of came together from from um, offering all of these different services, but that I would say is probably one of my favorite things to address. Okay. Um, like working as well with, with, I would say probably about 90% women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Great. Okay. Um, and I think, I think that Foppy is definitely something that's all um, different types of businesses and services, kind of products, yeah. brands, individuals, different levels of, of business and size. Exactly. So right. uh, I'm, I mainly work with personal brands, I would say. Okay. So people who uh, are the service or creating the product themselves right. rather than big teams of people. Okay. But I do have other projects like that, which I okay. sit on. Great. And I love mm-hmm. your, I mean, you've talked about your community um, as well. I mean, of course, that was our last our topic with our last guest being Anne, who you know as well. Um, yeah. and, and how community is so important and plays a so huge important. part in your business and with your people and your tribe. And, and in turn, of course, having a service that's then useful to them, that's appealing to them because it's going to help them, which is the whole point. So tell me more let's talk more about foppy then so fear of promoting yourself so where at the basic level where does that fear stem from that you recognize kind of familiar patterns that emerge among everyone well when we're putting ourselves out there in terms of promoting ourselves of course um we have all of those underlying kind of fear of success fear of failure but we also putting ourselves out there as well we have fear of being judged fear of criticism fear of rejection which are huge ones because that can stop us then wanting to tell people about what it is that we do it can be all consuming Um, as well I mean it really can eat you alive really because you do we're all so tick 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 in our heads all the time and you might kind of have some great idea or want to do something and then you talk yourself out of it by the next day and that's where you come in because you're there to make sure that someone doesn't talk themselves out of it and has a clear (laughs) guideline exactly accountability because you know, we we all and and that's going to be the next thing I just want to touch on as well is imposter syndrome because then we can talk ourselves out of it thinking I'm not um, qualified to say this mm. and I've definitely had that before mm. because I had that foppy yes. and then I was like, well, who am I to help other people with their marketing when I can quite clearly not very confident in promoting myself, but it's it's something that we can develop and something we can learn for sure. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, so fear of success, fear of, fear of failure. Um, and then in terms of, um, again, just talking about, yeah, like you touched on it earlier about society doesn't teach us to big ourselves up. It feels really unnatural. So that's the, it's coming out of that because it feels so uncomfortable. That's why it feels unnatural and trying to help people to step out of that comfort zone and to do something so different and you help them along the way with that right yeah yeah and you know there's there's so many things that can come up there as well so like if we're experiencing foppy quite often we can end up procrastinating so quite often well, very very often um i will work with someone who has uh you know got a bit stuck with um not putting any action 
together with their marketing so they procrastinate because they think oh, I can't do that yet I can't launch my product or service because I don't have a logo or I don't have my website's not There's ready and things like this. Of, yes of course. yeah yeah <laughs> so, like procrastination especially when it's something if it's very creative like you know putting together your graphics or your website mm-hmm. it's something you can just keep on tweaking forever and ever so it can be that the best thing in the world to procrastinate because in your eyes you're working on it but actually it just needs to be put out there to the world sometimes yes. okay uh perfectionism as well so that mm-hmm. quite often comes in because we think ah uh, it's not perfect my product my service my brand is not perfect I can't let anyone out there because then again that fear of criticism might come in or fear of judgment of something not looking right so again that's another element um inconsistency where we end up just popping our head up above the water now and again when we're like absolutely desperate for some sales so we just like do a whole load of marketing and then put our head down again because we don't want to don't want you know we're only doing it now and again just to get that reward of like the sales and then to being too scared of being out there on a permanent scale just yeah and it's so true and I can think of people who I know who do exactly that and it's kind of like where are they why are they not where where have they disappeared which is terrible because then their clients don't know are you open still are you around are you not here are you there for me are you not and um so that's yeah okay that's interesting really interesting and so common as well because people they they I think we've all experienced it you know definitely like straight away I remember in my way when I was I was growing things over the years and I was kind of like that with everything because I I it was it was half about being a perfectionist and also kind of not wanting to be out there until I was certain everything was how I wanted it to be and then doing it but you know a lot of that then does come from the foppy a hundred percent yeah it does it's recognizing that though I think that's the difference when you're in it and you don't know about it you know like much like imposter syndrome until there was people started talking about it then there was a name coined for it and suddenly everyone's yeah. like oh yes I've experienced that too oh my goodness I'm so glad we're talking about this now so we can you know we're, we're, it's not just me you know and I think that's yeah. the best thing it's shining light on these things so that anyone listening now goes oh my goodness yes that's me I experienced that I've gone through that I'm going through that right now and realizing so most of all like how is that how do you kind of how do you cross over from uh, uh, overcoming? How do you overcome that fear of promoting yourself? I think really the first step needs to be clarity. Right. So being very clear in in who you are, yeah. what you do, yeah. who you serve, yeah. what your message is, your unique selling point as well, your USP, yeah. 100%. making sure that you know how to connect with people. So it all needs to stem from that because how can... It's, well, it's very hard to promote yourself if actually you're quite unclear about what it is that you're doing. Yeah. And also, if others are unclear about what you do as well, mm. um, it's like a salesman yeah. who doesn't know what they're selling. Yeah, that message isn't <laughs> clear. How, yeah, of course. How is, and then it gets lost in translation and then... And then suddenly people sit there and say, oh, I don't understand why I'm not getting sales. I'm not generating anything. So taking taking it right back to basics is the reality of exactly. it. And, and exactly. that comes from within. Who are you? What is your brand? What is your business? 
Yeah, 100%. Okay, that's yeah. really... So it's like laying the foundations. You know, you can't right. build a house without really strong foundations. Mm-hmm. So actually being clear on what that is at the bottom, at the very core. Right. And then building the confidence on that. So learning how to promote yourself, learning your own style mm-hmm. of promoting yourself. Because, you know, doing a Facebook Live... Uh, or standing um, up in a networking event or something like that. It might not be, exactly, it might not be your own style. I still hate doing the elevator pitch stood up in a networking. (laughs) I I used to make everyone do their one minute elevator pitch at my breakfast. (laughs) And everyone would be like, really? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Justine, I was determined to do it at your... your, um, at your breakfast meeting and I remember doing it but I I remember my legs trembling when I did it wow and still to this day it's funny like if I'm hosting something then I have my place but if I'm having to introduce myself to a group of something that I don't know who they are or what they're doing I find it very nerve-wracking. And, that's, and I think it's... That's you. So imagine yeah. how many other women who've never even been in that setting ever before. It must be yeah. a trillion times harder. Yeah. And like that, and that fear, that real nervousness, yeah. it overwhelms, it overcomes. Yeah. And trying to help think, women. And that's where that whole confidence, that, that ability to have that confidence, you know, to, you yeah. know, you don't have to be the person who's like, hi, I'm here. But just having that confidence to be like, this is me. This is what I'm about. This is what I do. I'm bloody good at it. And yeah, boom. yeah. And it's like sometimes it takes us a while to kind of get that persona as well. Yeah, of course. Um, that comes with time. Like, yeah, finding your own voice. Like if you're fresh into running your own business, yeah. you're probably not used to talking about mm. what it is that you do. Yeah. Because if you've been working in a in a in a job in a position for a, like, and this is your first time as as a business owner and just getting it's going to be wet, really aren't you exactly exactly and I think it's good to acknowledge as well that we all have like foppy can come up now and again mm. I feel like growing a business you're kind of like I think it's like playing a computer game a little bit like you know you're kind of like level. you've collected all the you've collected all the coins and stuff on this <laughs> level and then it's like next level and it's like oh I don't know the rules like yeah, you're yeah. just like finding yourself but also then you can go wrong and then you go and you're back to the first level all over again yeah. which is a bit like this year really isn't it <laughs> yeah <laughs> <A little bit. laughs> literally an image of donkey kong in my head right now <laughs> yeah but it's but so it, true and I think yeah, yeah that whole getting your feet wet and it takes time, it takes confidence, but also if you don't, and and again, you know, it's very real now what's happening in the world and it's completely quashed our meeting with one another. We, we're not getting to get out there and meet one another. So you literally have now, we've lost that ability at this time to take away the one thing, which is why the breakfast was so important and so good because it just got everyone together and an opportunity to meet people, to have face-to-face, which you wouldn't normally do, and to draw people out of that uh, comfort zone. Um, And now I think everyone's kind of see back to being at home more often and working at home more often. And of course, we can't all meet in massive groups anymore. So how do we combat? How do we overcome 
that right now, you know, what, what would be your advice at this kind of time? Like, how is there a way of, of, of again, reaching people, reaching, you know, your, uh, you talked about your Facebook community. So that's brilliant. Yeah. So that's a really so big this, one. Yeah, I feel, I feel like actually more than ever at the moment, there is, uh, there are opportunities to connect with new people. Because of course, everyone has become a lot more kind of in tune with their uh, their emotions of being empathetic for other people and like there are lots of opportunities to attend online workshops uh online uh, networking events and things like this and yes we're not having any of the face-to-face but actually I'm sure there are hundreds of listeners listening to this podcast who up until the pandemic had never been on a video call before they probably never heard of Zoom. Mm, And now they've kind of opened up more of an opportunity, particularly to people who are working remotely with their audience as well. Mm. They're not, you know, they're not working with people who are just down the road from them. Yeah. Actually, I feel like it has opened up a lot of opportunity. More beneficial than really. Connecting with other people, exactly. And you know, um, I like I I've met so many friends from Instagram over the years, like people who I actually forget I've never met in real life because now you, you know, you could follow someone for a little while and then be exchanging messages and things. And they might say, Hey, I'll tell you what, like, do you fancy having a virtual coffee? And there are all of these opportunities. And and if you'd asked someone that 12 months ago, they would have thought, what on earth? (laughs) how weird is this now that's just that's the way of the world yeah yeah i've I've had quite a few like this last week and it's great great. that's brilliant that's something that people should be encouraging and actively trying to do then with one another at this time just to and again to improve on that conversation and that confidence and to um that interaction that really important interaction exactly and you know at at the foundation of marketing is connection and, and, you know, we have we have other ways, like, thank goodness for social media, right? Because now we can actually, we can connect with people all over the world and we can start to build those connections and build that trust and really get to know our audience through social media without having to stand out on the street with a clipboard and yes. ask a questionnaire. <laughs> <laughs> goodness is, me, it's horrifying. Is it really? How did that like, happen? <laughs> <laughs> when I first started working in theatre, like that was the only way you could research with things. Wow, it's so, amazing, isn't it? Like now, the, the you has know, now changed a lot in brilliant exactly. ways, magnificent ways. I mean, as much as social media has its, you know, negative points as well. On the whole, on the whole, if it's looked managed properly and you know how to manage it properly and manage it and use it as a great resource for business. It's a brilliant tool. I mean, you know, for me, I've got Facebook that I use. I've used for years for my agencies because I can contact chefs on the other side of the planet in Australia about a job and then have a response the next morning in their CV in my inbox. My Instagram has been absolutely amazing for outreach of people all over the world and building my brand and getting me out there. And just normal Facebook has been fantastic for community and the, small, the smaller people, the, the real people who actually come and interact. It was always brilliant for me with, in Mallorca with like the deli and the cookery school because, again, it was really interacting with those real people walking through our doors. So it's really, and again, going back to in the beginning, you talked about, you know, someone feeling out of place on doing a Facebook Live. I think 
again, it's finding what works for you, isn't it? Yeah. And what you feel comfortable yeah. in. And you might feel more comfortable growing into those other places once you are there with your bricks, with your foundations, you are clear and confident about your direction, who you are, what you want to be doing. And then the rest will just naturally and quite organically, I guess, start to come into place as and when it feels right to do so. Exactly. And like just baby steps of like learning, like, yes, there are going to be ways that are going to work for you. There are also going to be ways that scare the hell out of you as well. Of course. Um, which sometimes is better. I think I often kind of, you know, if I feel scared by something, I'm like, okay, I have to do it because I'm terrified about it. But obviously I, and then that's, I know it's the right thing because it's scaring me because the rest of the time, if you're comfortable and, you know, complacent as well, then actually, you you know. Like, if I do this, is this going to benefit me? Yeah, exactly. And is there a way that I can learn how to do this and find my own style of doing it? Yeah. And it's how you like move even, forward, though. It's how you, you know, it is like, you know, talk about jumping off the cliff. You've got to, you know, you've got to, yeah. you've got to take risks. You've got to jump forward. You've got to keep moving forward. And if not, you do just quite literally stand still. And that's no good. And it's not the world yeah. we live in. We have to keep on moving with the times and adapting and evolving and everything else. Yeah. And marketing plays a huge part in that. Yeah, huge. And, and, uh things like video like of course video is is great now to be able to interact with people from all over the world but I think even myself like about three years ago there's no way that I would have done video but like practicing Mm. you have to keep practicing yeah and again like anything Um, once you start doing it all the time one it's easy when you know how and two it becomes suddenly it becomes automatic reflex it's something that you're doing like you've were writing or typing it's just another element now that you've mastered and are finding and reaping the rewards and the benefits in terms i mean marketing the one thing over the years i've always heard and people always bring up is cost you know people always worried about you know and i think there's always a confusion between advertising and marketing as well Oh, that's something that really does rattle me, actually, is that kind of, uh, I'm not. A Separate fan. them out. <laughs> yeah, like that is one of the best objections that I love overcoming, because actually um, we all have a mobile phone yeah. with access to the Internet. Well, surely everyone does if they listen to this podcast as well. <laughs> um, I hate advertising. Yeah. And paying for advertising, it's just like the the times are not, I know the times are not there now where we would, you know, uh, pay for an advert in a magazine or a newspaper or something and see a direct, you know, um, you know, to, to be able to reap the rewards from that. Those times aren't there anymore. So actually, like, what I love to focus on with with my own marketing and also with my clients is uh, building an email list, having a social media presence, okay. you know, having a website that is a good source of information. Yes. And actually building things organically yeah. because it doesn't need to be that you're just completely like putting all of your money into your marketing and things all the time. Mm-hmm. Facebook ads are great. Don't get me wrong, but you know they, they get need to expensive be used... though like really yeah, they expensive. need to be used properly <laughs> yeah and yeah. uh and it's just like you know it's if, if you're 
you think about how many times that we see advertising each day that we just don't even pay any attention to but like one decent conversation with someone and then we always remember that yeah 100% and that's always been for me I've I've never done advertising it's just really never it never appealed to me because my muy bueno the my my muy bueno is of course the personal touch so for me it just felt really clinical you know and that's not me that's not a reflection on my business just having an ad not only that the price of ads it's insane and I remember for years having when I'd started with the agencies for super yachts and all the kind of big magazines knocking on my door trying to get me to do advertising even back in Mallorca just on the island certain magazines kind of knocking on my door and wanting ludicrous amounts of money it's like where's that money and if I had that money I'd be paying rentals and things I'm not going to be putting it into I mean those sort of costs and that's the bit that frightens me and worries me is because there's people um women out there who don't know any better and they think that that's the way forward and they think wow I need to spend a couple of grand and do this advert but then they're not going to see the return they don't even know how to who's seen it if it's even in the right area for them um you know for me it was always about two things one was it felt really clinical no sorry three things one it felt really clinical two it was um the cost which is ridiculous and three was just I don't know who is actually getting that. How do I know it's my people? How do I know it's the right yeah. people? Um, and actually there's a four, which was, well, it could go the other way. I could put an ad and spend all this money and suddenly I get loads of clients and I can't deal with all those clients because yeah, then exactly. I haven't got... With no, so yeah. it was really about kind of, otherwise I'm saturating. I'm not there yet. I'm definitely not yeah. there and I don't want 50 new clients in because I can't cope with that and I can't deliver on the service that I pride myself on if I have that many clients all in one go. So it was a combination of all those reasons of why I never did it. And I think they're really true today to everyone else. And for me, it was, you know, I'd rather go out with a load of, um, you know, for the deli, taking uh, uh, chopped up bits of cake out and giving people on the Ramblers, you know, free cake and everyone going, why is it free? It's like, because it is, because the deli's there, come and eat. <laughs> you know, and everyone going, oh, this is very strange in Mallorca. Um, and same with the yachts, you know, sending my girls out to introduce themselves to yacht captains and saying hello and making that connection with people. Exactly. I'd rather spend money there or have a party or do things. And it's yeah. memories because yeah. that's that's everything and that gets you talking to someone else and then you know oh I had this great chat with so and so and that's that's your community again and that's worth so much more than an advert anywhere yeah. it really yeah. is and they always say like advertising needs to be part of a strategy and it totally does because mm-hmm. the amount of times that clients come to me and they say oh I tried marketing and it doesn't work and I say okay show me what you did and then they'll say, okay, I put an advert in, you know, this magazine, or maybe I, I don't know, paid for uh, an advert on the radio, or or something like this. Or where actually, where like where does that person go next? Because you've hit them cold with your message. That's it. And actually, done. yeah, that's me. Like, in a done. nutshell, you don't know anything else, but that was yeah. it. That was my one chance, and that's yeah. it. That seems, yeah. that's ridiculous. <laughs> I guess I spoke with someone once who uh, told me marketing doesn't work. I said, oh, what did you do? I spent 800 pounds on, I spent like all of their marketing budget for the entire year, 800 pounds on putting an advert in the college newspaper. And I was like, well, 
who reads that? Is that your target audience? No. Okay. Did you have any follow up from that? No. Just spent it. And, and that was it. Like, it's done. We've done our marketing. No Didn't work. It. Exactly. And it's, <laughs> it's like, I am fascinated by the customer journey, you know, that might take a customer a couple of times to build that connection with you for you to be that one go to. Yes. For yes. that product, that service. And then basically you just want to um, make sure that they are going to repeat that customer with you. And they're also going to refer and recommend to all of their friends and contacts. And that doesn't you come know who they know. overnight. That comes from building no. relationships. That comes from knowing yourself, knowing your brand, having your journey, and then experiencing that journey with other people and from there growing on that. Exactly. And with that kind of sales journey as well, like once you grab their attention, you've probably, well, they said that you've got between three and six seconds wow. for them to go is that for me or not? Is that right? Is and that they make, it's nothing. Yeah, it's nothing. It, it literally so you've got is nothing. Tiny it's time with, to make you know, maximum your Instagram impact. Profile, exactly. Your Instagram profile, your website, your advertising, you know, Matters. is that branding? Do I connect with that branding? If not, From, move on. You're off. Yeah. You're on something that else. Branding, is it, is it too cheap or is it going to be too expensive? You know, is it going to de deliver me the right level of quality that I'm looking for? There's yeah. all of these things that come into play. Is it going to turn that, my customer or my audience on or is it going to turn them off and send them away? And who am I speaking to? Am I speaking? Exactly. Yeah. Gosh, there's, there's so many layers to it, isn't there? Is, there? Wow. there is. And, and there's so many people kind of get wrapped up in the whole kind of like um, click funnels and like all of this kind of like heavily, heavily automated marketing. And they basically just take the soul out of it. And that's not my style at all. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think like there's you a place, there is a place for, I mean, again, we, we're in a world now where we're paperless pretty much. I mean, is there ever still a, a place, you know, for someone to be out on foot with a flyer, you know, if they're getting started? Hell yes. Yeah. Okay. Hell yes. Okay. I know I love it like that. Okay. Like, it's, it's, it's stuff that really kind of like hammers home. Uh, even things like direct marketing, like, you know, like mail coming through your door and stuff like that. That is all making a massive comeback because people don't do it anymore. Yeah. So it's about so doing do, the opposite it's... to what everyone else does. Ah, like, I love that. Yeah. Everyone, um, you know, everyone is using Instagram these days. So yeah. it's, it, now it's much harder because, as we all know, the so... algorithms, they change and things all the time. So it's about looking for that gap in the market of the way that you market your product, your your service, your brand yeah. to people in a way that they're going to pay attention. Mm, it really speaks to And them. that's where the, where the creative part comes in. Yeah, definitely. Marketing is so, so creative from Fun. like conceptualizing your brand writing your content being a, a brand persona in terms of the way that you communicate with other people uh the photography the way that your graphics your website and things are put together there is so like I think it's probably one of the most creative things that you can do to really get your so. message across yeah exactly like marketing is so creative and, and like creating a brand is so creative mm. I put up a, a post yesterday about it's like creating a masterpiece. Mm. You know, you need to be clear about what it is you're doing and stuff, but it's, it's your masterpiece. Your business is your masterpiece. You can make it as vibrant or as, you know, not detailed as or whatever you like. You like. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, so, yeah. 
I think you know, it's an investment, unique. isn't it? And I think that's the fear as well, because, of course, people aren't sure when they're... I think a lot of fear for people as well in general is just spending money, and even more so at the moment. But, you know, things like this, you know, when it's an investment, they might not see the reward on that immediately, but it's a long term. It is about the building blocks and about building them properly and quality. Um, and, um, you know, yes, you might invest in a laptop because you need that for your business. And that's something you can see and you do. But again, you know, the cost of the website, the cost of quality over I mean, over the years, just goodness me, I can't tell you how many web developers I went through. <laughs> Yeah. And web designers and, you know, they're all completely different and some of them are brilliant and some of them are good at one type of thing and not something else. And then have, it took me a long time to actually realize I needed different people for different things, which is, you know, one person can't necessarily do it all for what you need or for your business. And when you've got different things going on, you need different people. Um, but again, it's quality always, you know, it's spending that yeah. little bit more because it's an investment into the business. And, you know, when it comes to your marketing, it doesn't need to be expensive, doesn't need to be tons and tons of money. It could be the smallest little things. But if you're investing in those things, you can yeah. suddenly reap big rewards being right down to the website looking great, how to do the, their social media, how they're portraying themselves and that outward um you know that everything that they're 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 sending out into the world uh making sure it is being done properly right down to the spelling on the website you yeah. know because these are all the things that make you you know i'll look at something and go oh and straight away my eyes go to all the spellings and then i'm like oh well, that's not very good you know if you yeah. haven't even got the spelling right on your website where you know that doesn't say much about your business really or you haven't bothered getting someone to come and spell check it if it's not your forte and not your area well why haven't you invested to get someone at least to ha cast their eyes over it and and have a look that's where I'll shout out yeah. for Vanessa there. There you go. <laughs> yeah. It, it's like, it's so important to, 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 to be clear from the start about what you need, because it might even be that you don't need a website. Mm. People get so hung up on that and they think I need a website, but actually maybe you don't, mm. or maybe you need that you get hung up on thinking that you need to invest all of your time in social media but actually maybe you don't and I think the best investment that you can make particularly if you're just starting up or you're looking to grow is actually investment in your own learning because from there you then know what you need yeah and it's you know it's very easy to like you were saying get working with people who are not quite so good at what they're like like web designers and things like this again I've been through many of those over the years as well yeah, I think there's gonna be a lot of <laughs> nodding going on here yeah, like yes. yeah and it's and like everyone has their own thing that they are great at and I think we're all guilty as well like um with small businesses of wanting to do everything ourselves yeah. but actually we need to concentrate on what we're good at but it's good to understand what it is that we need and where we need help Yes. And that in itself is the investment, you know, recognizing, okay, I could do this myself. However, it's eating all my time up and I need to be doing what I do and, and just providing my service and growing and expanding on that. I need now it's the right time to get someone to come and help me to go and invest in this area or to invest in a website or whatever it might be. Yeah. But recognizing that for sure, because we do, we, we, we want to, you know, from a financial perspective, from a, a control perspective, wanting to be a perfectionist in all areas and just therefore not wanting to entrust it to someone else because then you're yeah. worried in case it's. Um, and I love that. I love the fact that, you know, it's, it is important that we learn, you know, it is the whole kind of give, 
give someone a fish and and I'll eat for a day and teach someone to fish and then they you know fish forever. I love that quote. So yeah, true, I love, isn't I love it? That quote. It is. Yeah, you know, you're teaching Very someone to rel- fish. They they know how to do it then themselves. Yeah. So that then, even if they are going to outsource that in the future, at least they know then what to do. But I think with marketing, it's always particularly if you are a small business, you are a personal brand very important to be part of that marketing process it's you because it's you, on it's a plate. you. exactly yeah. no one and else can be you no one else can do that for you or know your brand to talk on your behalf it has to come exactly. from you if, yeah. if it's all come from a spokesperson or someone's wrote your website that hasn't got a clue like what it is that you do and there's people who do that like you're uh, really yeah. like oh this isn't you why but again they don't know any better They've just gone, yeah. oh, I need a website and I need yeah. this. And then they'll just pay yeah. a load of money. And then someone's written them and it's it's yeah. not a true reflection of them whatsoever. And it's, again, it's just getting this information out there that so that people do know better and do under, yeah. have an understanding about it because so many people just don't have this information. You know, it's, it seems so simple to you and I, but actually if it, for so many other people, it's just not, it's just not been accessible. Mm. You know, they haven't had access to this information and that's where you come in so brilliantly with mm. everything that you do and share because yeah. you know this is the stuff that's really key to a business. It, it's so important to be part of that. And like you were saying, I often refer to that um, process as catfishing, you know, like the MTV series where like the person is actually pretending to be someone else. That with your marketing, if you like your message, like your unique voice, your unique brand needs to shine through that because there is no one else there to do that for you. So actually being part of that process. And I know there's uh, your listeners are going to be at various stages as well of their businesses. But if um, in terms of like if you're launching a new brand or you're launching something like that, there is so many like little bits and pieces that that you need to fit into that jigsaw of like your message on your website making sure that you have everything that your customers need making sure that you know your logo your brand colors everything like this all fits in as like kind of all like the missing pieces to your brand launch and that launch period can be very very scary as well overwhelming i mean it's a lot it's a lot to take on that's a huge scary part i mean it's the enormity of it is probably very daunting to anyone you know how where i don't know you know it's too much and that's probably where that whole again the whole foppy comes in hugely because it's just that just getting off that springboard initially anyway and you've got all these other out things. I mean, it's a big old world out there, but even yeah. just your own small kind of network, just having that kind of initial springboard and not knowing where to start, but just going out there and going, wow, it's just too much. It's it's yeah. social media, it's websites. It's, what do I do? Total where do I, it's too much. Knowing and that to focus. means some people might not ever even get off the ground at all because it's just too daunting a process because they don't know where to start they question their own uh, that fear overwhelms them they question their own um abilities maybe like maybe i shouldn't have a business maybe this is too much it's silly why did i even think to do this i can't do this and suddenly all those negative connotations come streaming in like we allow them to and saying you know okay let's just bring it down to basics let's take away all of that enormity and that stress and that whole all the other things going on and let's start here and then we work from there again right back to the little baby steps 
to realize it's achievable and it's doable yeah. and it's keeping it real exactly and some days we might have days where we're feeling a lot more ambitious and some days we might have days where we feel completely overwhelmed so much so that we just want to sit and watch Netflix yeah which is fine and too that's, yeah exactly that's part of the journey like there's going to be days where you're on top form yeah. there's going to be days where you're feeling overwhelmed and that's Deflated you know having and... a broken down action plan of what you need to do what is the next step that you need to do yeah. just keeping it moving helps you, you know. stay on track helps you to then pick everything up again and yeah. get your ducks in a row and exactly. all your flamingos in a row <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 and then pick Always. those balls up and get back on track again even exactly. if you are having an off day then you have a look again and kind of right okay tomorrow's a new day I can pick up and do this I can and I think this is what I love about what you do as well it's just that support having support because again it's really isolating having your own business not having anyone yeah. and even more so now because people are in various countries listening in and you know here in the UK we are on lockdown um and you know it's very I say it's very hard but knowing that you're there not only to steer them in the right direction and keep them on that track but just to be there to kind of give them that boost and that moral support along the way makes a huge difference I can imagine yeah we, we like it quite often we can't see the wood for the trees so it's about kind of having someone else to look at what you're doing and just help you see you know where the path goes and what you need to do you know what ducks you've got there to put in a row mm -hmm. so just making sure that you know where to navigate and we like I see every single day like people just getting themselves tied up with you know um, message or their posting or you know making sure that all of these different parts to their to their business puzzle <laughs> are all working together it leads to frustration though as well you know I'm sure because if you're trying so hard on all these different things and then feel like you're failing at them then you feel frustrated and again it's all these allowing these negative feelings to kind of seep in and again it's having that time to put things down step back see the woods and all the trees and and then picking up again and being able to bounce off of you and or even other people in your community in your group does everyone interact together so they can ask questions of one another and have that sort of guidance between one another as well yeah exactly so um quite often i'll run live sessions as well so people can That's actually great. like they can meet each other um so i also run a business group as well called nurturing business with jenny bracelin and within that we meet every single monday wow. and we have accountable actions that we that we work on we literally do an hour and a half of co-working where if someone's got stuck on oh, i don't know what to do with my website or i don't know what to post this week or you know whatever questions that they have we can then we all we all chat about it and build each other up support That's fantastic. also within our Facebook community as well wow I love it's that. about inspiring other people and and sometimes once you've talked about something and verbalized it and other people said what about this what about that that's mm -hmm. where the beauty of it triggers of running something a business. and then exactly oh, yeah oh. and that's and that's where the connections so like start flowing um and... yeah I used always used to run like co-working sessions in person like in cafes and of course I don't know when we're going to be able to do that again yeah but having sessions like this on zoom 
are helping and you know there's people there that like half of half of all the people there are from Mallorca the others that you know from different parts of the UK no one has met each other in person right. before and it's just really great how like that. everyone makes these connections together yeah yeah and and everyone has like different ideas to put into the pot with each other's businesses and that that's is, brilliant that's everything yeah. it's everything it's where the magic Such happens interconnected community well you know we can all bounce ideas around and things so love it that's great yeah. i was just right when you said something before i wanted to make um remind myself so you're talking about just like again uh just rewinding we were talking about other uh looking at you know how overwhelming it can be and seeing other people what's out there and you've got to do this you've got to do that but i think also another thing is it's that whole uh and going back to um, letting someone else do your website and uh, it not sounding like you. But then also coming from that, people who think they should, you know, copy or pinch things from other people mm. and to not do that because yeah. it's not you, it's not your story. And so it's one thing, someone else, but also, you know, you can be inspired by things. But again, just people who, that's not you. You haven't then gone through that path of deciding who you are and what you're about but then you're ruining it by then taking text or branding or whatever. And it's not going to fit in your path and your bricks because exactly. you're sticking a completely random brick in the middle. And it's just going to make everything at some point topple and not work because yeah. it's not, it's not you. It's not, and it's, I, oh, it's, it's something to really remind people as tempting as it yeah. might be, you know, don't you know better to go the long way around and find what you're all about because that's what yeah. your business and your brand and your service or your product is all about it's you on a plate and if you take you know it's one thing going oh I like that style or I like this but if you literally try and cookie cutter mm. someone else's business and it's it's not going to work I mean it's just yeah. not you must never ever ever copy someone's ideas you can take inspiration and I think it's really good to acknowledge taking inspiration but it's just really not nice to be on the receiving end of that I know they say imitation is the best form of most... flattery yeah, however exactly. again not being on the receiving end it's also it's awful it's yeah. like I've been on you the know. receiving end of it myself and it's horrible <sighs> it's really horrible but like we must all kind of feel into what makes us unique yeah. and this is this is all about kind of feeling into that brand into into your business and finding what works for you because yeah. what works for you will not work for someone else and what works for someone else will not work for you so exactly. you must find your own way and that's and then yeah, on the flip unique. side of that when it has happened to you um, it's happened to me as well. I mean, it's horrible. And it's, you know, and, and, and sometimes you even know the person and it's just like, oh my gosh, I see you. I see everything you're doing. You blatantly have, you know, right down to your own wording or your isms. And, and it's just like, wow, go do your own thing. Like, what is yeah. that? But also you've just got to go let it go you know it comes from a place you know that person just they'll find out the hard way and other people mm. see that as well they see mm. if someone's you know um I, I, but also you've got to not be consumed with it you've got to learn yeah. to put it down and to just go yeah. let it go because they're not me they haven't walked a day in my shoes this is my path 
and let them all copy me if they really want to because there's only one me and there's only one my business and that's it and you've got to allow and again all those other feelings start coming in and creeping in and you've got to just quash them down and cut it off and let it float away because that in itself can get upsetting and I get messages very often about that you know or people sending me screenshots of things and other people are uh, trying to be them or try and copy their business or their brand and it's just like stay true to you yeah and that's where connection comes in right because your audience and your customers have a connection with with you you. no one else someone else sets up exactly like cookie cutter yeah exactly and this is where it's like it's community over competition there is never someone unless you are selling the same pair of red shoes from an ebay shop yeah yeah with the same description blah 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 cheaper price no one is yeah exactly (laughs) like that's that's when price comparison comes in yeah yeah yeah. it's a whole different yeah exactly yeah anything else it's got to be it's not you and i used to always say this and I used to always shine light on it as well and call people out on it. I remember always hosting the breakfasts and you'd see, you know, uh, you know, the new person standing up, having a new member stand up and give their elevator pitch. And then, you know, there'll be another personal trainer or another photographer or, you know, someone where we've got a few already. And you'd see all the other ones in the room go, oh. Like his, and we're like, yeah. no, 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 yeah, and no, yeah, yeah. smack on the hand, smack on the hand, stop it. Because yeah. we could have 20 photographers in the room and there's enough work for all of you because each yeah. of you is completely different and you have your own uh, USP, yeah. you have your own story, you are your own brand and your clients, your customers are drawn to you for you and all you represent and the service you provide. And of course they can go to any of these other people, but they found you and they're enjoying working with you and they love you and they've got no reason to look at anyone else unless you stop delivering on being you and doing what you're all about really exactly we all have our our unique strengths don't we and and even like you were saying with like personal trainers or whatever maybe one of them is um better for women one of them is better for men or for teenagers or for um or one um, incorporates a bit of yoga and one incorporates weights differently and one incorporates because it's exactly finding comparison is such a big thing as well particularly Mm. with instagram and with marketing and stuff because you start comparing you know oh they've got more followers than me Mm. or you know they've got nicer branding better colors their website's better well it's they're, they're also a completely different business as well so you know, and different we are, background different journey yeah. how long have they been running where have they come from how much money do they have to invest in it all to get there yeah. quicker than you might be able to but you're in year one and they're in year 10 i mean exactly don't compare can't. your your start to someone else's middle or you know advance yeah yeah and you can be inspired by it great gonna set some great goals here or get some good ideas and things to inspire me to move in this direction but yeah you can't and that's where again those feelings of of um insecurity come in and those feelings of depression or feeling like you're not delivering or you're not you put your expectations sometimes so high if you're matching yourself or comparing yourself to someone who's been in business for 20 years and you're in year two and not hitting the same goals 
come on, you know, bring your feet back, be grounded. You've got to be, put your feet back on the ground and come back to earth because that's not, you know, they've gone through 20 years of ups and downs and life lessons, business lessons, um, you know, all the stuff you don't see. You just see the nice pretty stuff and the success stuff that you don't know. And with all the success stuff comes all the hard stuff behind the scenes and the, the losses and the this and the that. And, you know, everyone's very quick to jump on the other stuff. But as we all know in business, when it's your baby and it's your business, it's ups and downs and it takes me to that picture you'll know the one I'm talking about the one of the iceberg yeah and you've got the little pointy bit just sticking outside of the water only a little bit showing and it says success but underneath the whole thing goes so deep and so far and it's got a whole list of all the other things that you've had to go through just to get to that but no one sees any of that they only see the bit at the top Um, So again, remembering that when you see other companies or other people or other people you think are similar to what you're doing. And then again, you think, oh, well, they're doing it really well. What are they doing? And I'll I'll just do, you know, I should be there. I should be doing. No. Again, the bottom line is when you stick to the beat of your own drum and do it, you know, little by little and everything takes time. I think last episode I talked about baking a cake, you know, you can throw all the ingredients in and mix it all up and lob it into the oven and you will get what looks like a cake. However, the one that you took the time with and followed the the recipe properly and weighed everything out and put it in at the preheated the oven and put it in at the right temperature for the right time and let it cool and all of these little things were done properly. Well, I'll tell you what, that cake is going to taste a billion times better and look a billion times better than that one. And when I cut into that cake and go into it, wow, it's perfect. Whereas this one, I cut into it, it falls apart, it's got dipped in the middle. And having that sort of simple analogy is really summarizes it in terms of um, of business, really, and not taking any shortcuts. You really can't. Mm. And the same with marketing. Yeah, you've got to put the love into it, especially with marketing as well. You can't do your marketing and be like, I hate this, I hate this, I can't do this, this doesn't work. Because you've, you've get out what you put in yes always <laughs> always so let, to love it if you would um so i'd say what let's just say someone's let's say they've either they're listening now and they've either or just uh, they want to start their business or their business is already running but they've hit a wall and especially because of after this year and everything this year has brought maybe it's just taken away a whole client base maybe things they're just in a limbo and in a really stuck place i know a lot of people are in limbo at the moment um, what would you say would be your kind of key things right now, which would just be your best advice to just help them to kind of get things moving again? Like what would be your kind of three sage bits of advice? Ooh. Mm. Um, Sorry, I put you on the spot with that one. It just, just, natu- <laughs> just organically came to me. But it's, I think right now it's like just hearing what you think, you know, what, what three things would you suggest would be a good thing to I mean, I guess, you know, just in general, coming back to basics again and reevaluating where they're at and things. Sure. Uh, the first one would be to get clear. Get right. clear on on who you are, what you're going to do, what's next. Okay. Um, so, you know, if you are looking to start, you know, like get clear on, on what it is that you want from a business. Right. How you want, you know, how you want to be portrayed as your brand within your marketing, et cetera. Getting really, really, really clear about all of those aspects um, and, and what systems you need in place actually to look after you. Okay. <laughs> Just making sure that you have, uh, you know, you have the way of delivering the information to people for people to book, 
I'm big on booking systems and things like that. So the first one is get clear, get okay. clear on absolutely everything. Mm -hmm. The next one is be creative. Okay. So be creative with what ways that you can get your business launched or diversify your product, your service, looking at different audience, etc. So being totally creative. And my third is make a plan. So you need a plan always, whether it's in your head or written down, but yeah. you need to have a plan on what you're going to do. So it's that whole kind of SWOT analysis as well, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, threats, looking at where the, you know, how the land lies, where, where you can take things next, how you're going to get there, how you can create those little baby steps to be able to get there. So uh, getting clear number one number two being creative and number three make a plan love it thank you very so. very much Clary. <laughs> that is really great and just one last thing to circle back to you talked about earlier on um email lists do you uh, do you find that a really good source of uh communicating with your community with your client base uh does it work yeah, so email lists um, and the stats, I can't remember off the top of my head, but you'll be able to find them in my social media posts and on my website. Um, but they are, mm, it's a couple of hundred percent. I can't think whether it's 400 percent, but I have to I have to fact check that one. Okay. Um, so they are more way, way more effective than social media is because the people who sign up to your email list are the people who are really interested in what you do. They're not just following you because you post pretty pictures. Mm, okay. So your email list, uh, so like touch wood that it never, that never happens. But if you were to lose access to any of our social media accounts, it's very, very hard to build those up again. Right. Whereas your email list, you actually, well, you don't Not tangibly that. have them, but you have, retain you that data more, you've yeah, got that, yeah yeah you yeah. retain that data because but it's also good to acknowledge gdpr as well um so making sure that people have opted into your list that you haven't actually just taken their business card and added them oh i, I hate that i hate that i've met someone once or emailed them once and then that next month there's a newsletter from them i'm like what <laughs> It, it, it's like uh, someone knocking well having some like if you're putting someone's email address on your email list um and then receiving like they receive an email from you as part of their newsletter it's a little bit like someone coming and knocking on your door like yeah. if you like had invited them to come to your house then yeah. of course you're going to let them in and you're going to listen to what they have to say yeah, but yeah. if it's just a cold caller knocking on your door and you'll be like what is this email what are they what are they trying to sell me like yeah it's just yeah but that's your so, immediate thought you know and it's kind yeah. of like and then you like for me I just hit the delete button I'm like that yeah. <laughs> like I didn't ask for this I didn't ask for you if exactly. I asked for you now I'm going to open it and read it because I'm really interested to hear and I might click on things and so on and so forth so yeah that's a good yeah. a good reminder I think for everyone now. email list really really important so people coming to your website you have no way of getting hold of them again because they might not be in that position to buy right now but they might be soon so they yes. might be like kind of looking to check you out and that's where there's, there's kind of a whole load of strategy that around it and I have to... 
Yeah, I have a video in my Facebook group, actually, which I explain all of this with kind of all of the different layers of, of what you need for getting people to sign up to your email list. But okay. quite often you need what we call a lead magnet, which is basically a freebie or some kind of encouragement to get people to sign up that is then going to give them a sample of your of your service. Okay. Um, and it's a really great way of just having that connection with someone as well to like on a regular basis so I now write to my list every two weeks and I include in there some samples of what I do but I also can keep them up to date with any workshops or any courses I have coming up Great. um just offering up like links to my website with more blogs and and more free content and things as well as a well way of building rapport building connection with mm, people keeping a so, relationship yeah. maintaining yeah. a relationship with them as well yeah so yeah email list is probably one of my favorite things okay. to work with that's yeah. great that's good to hear become a bit of a systems geek this year actually that and booking systems are probably two of my favorite things to okay talk about that's and yeah. so booking just you touched on that earlier so booking systems in what respect for just meetings or what yeah so for meetings so if if, if you well, booking systems in terms of like if it was someone with uh, accommodation or things like that, of course, we're, we're aware of, you know, all of the big booking agents. But if you are a coach or a consultant or someone is looking to uh, work with you one to one teachers, things like this that work online, really great way to um, put in there all of your confirmations, um, any of the reminders, gaining uh, gaining. Um, the payment procedure as well so gaining payments so okay yeah that's interesting it's that's great make, thinking outside the box to build ways that are going to make it easier for you to run your business so you don't end up with lots of admin so right. like working with some of my clients who are consultants coaches therapists things so like this it means that yeah on and in one place and it's contained yeah. and it's got order and structure yeah. and you know where it's all just all the information is being stored. part of that customer journey mm. so like people are you know they, they're able to see when when am I available to book or to buy this thing and also just making sure they get the right welcome the right onboarding right. into your business or your brand amazing so it's, it's it's my geeky topic it's great thank <laughs> you so much and I think we're oh. in a really good place to to tie everything up in a very pretty pink flamingoed bow uh, thank you so so much for your time and for coming on today and sharing with us all everything that you have I think there's going to be no one who's walking away without their brains ticking and excited and I've just got goosebumps just the, the excitement yeah. there of knowing that it's going to really help people right now to just get out of any ruck or stuck that they're in and come find you and and get some of your get more of your advice and help and all of your information is on our um, main podcast page as well so they'll be able to find all your social media and your group as well as your website so Thank, okay, you thank you so very much for coming on, Chloe. And um, yeah, have a... It's been such a pleasure. Thank yeah, we, we could... 
I think that we, we could just keep hours. on talking. And talking. <laughs> I know, we just talk We're doing well. We're on one, one hour 12. So we've, we've done good. <laughs> <laughs> they were on the longest. I've got to do the intro and the, ent- and the exit as well. So we've, we've got a good, a good podcast. Yeah. This is a good listening well, maybe, podcast. Maybe you have to split it in two. I reckon someone's going to start to go for a long, long run <laughs> while listening. Brilliant. Thank you for your time. Uh, and uh, fantastic. I think we've all learned a lot from you. Fab. Thank you thank so much. Thank you. What a great chat with Chloe. I hope you all really enjoyed that. And that's it for uh, this fortnight. Uh, next time we're going to, I'm going to be sharing with you um, all about my favorite thing, which is about keeping your ducks in a row, uh, talking about time management, how to juggle all the balls, uh, whether you're a working mummy, whether you've got multiple businesses, just whether you're still working and trying to start a business or run a business, and just in general of our modern busy life and where we're all at now, especially in the these times, um, how to be, you know, a lot of us working from home and having to juggle looking after the children, running the household, doing all the normal things while moving your business forward and everything, how how to master that, how I juggle all my balls. It's one of the biggest, it's the number one question I'm always asked is how do you do it? So we're going to uh, be delving into that next time. Uh, please don't forget to subscribe so you are always reminded and don't ever miss an episode. And of course, please do review this as well hit those stars and um, write a little review because it will really help more women in business have access and see this podcast and we can really share it with everyone out there which is what this is all about and of course share it with your friends send a link to your friends tell your friends anyone you know who is a woman in business share and give them may this be your gift to them um, so they can again just be really inspired and uh, feel that they have some support and uh, can hear everything that we talk about each time and to be able to go back to that time and time again to reap the benefits and be um, just to catapult things that really resonate and and put them into their own businesses and again personally and professionally you know I always talk we always keep it very real here and uh, shine light on all the realities of being a woman in business And um, that takes us nicely to the end of today. So thank you. I hope everyone is really well. I know it's been a crazy, crazy time. And despite that, we have to just keep moving forward always. And uh, the times where it's slightly overwhelming or very overwhelming, remember just to put all your balls down take a breath, step away, pick them up the next day if you have to, and then be decisive and and particular about which balls you're picking up and why. Um, You know, just there's no right or wrong way. Um, There never was, but even more so now, you know, you've got to look after yourself, you've got to look after your mental health and your well-being. And um, it's, it's crazy. It really is. All of it's crazy at the moment. But we just keep on moving forward one step at a time, navigating through all of this. And little by little, we're, we're seeing the light in different areas and we will come through the other side of it. So um, a big hug and a squeeze to all of you who need one right now. And um, the biggest love. Thank you all for listening, as always. And I will see you again or speak to you again in the next two weeks. Take care.